calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. I want to take a second to tell you about a podcast I think you'll really like, Mayday. No one is prepared for disaster. No one knows exactly how they'll react in a plane crash, an earthquake, or when a lone gunman decides to open fire. On Mayday, you'll hear about the people who had to find out, people whose stories deserve to be heard. Join hosts Maya Nalani and Luke Welland as they tell you about extraordinary people who found themselves in extraordinary circumstances. Listen to Mayday wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of The Sharon Tapes was made possible by our backers on Seed and Spark. David Hanna, Chris Magleton, David Bluer, and Marnie Warner. If you'd like to support the show as well, please go to patreon.com slash homestaycorner. For as little as $1 a month, you get early access to ad-free versions of episodes, a special weekly behind-the-scenes podcast, and patron-only AMA live streams. Before we get started, this episode contains discussions of death, body horror, and transformation, multiple screams, loud noises, and distorted audio, claustrophobia, isolation, and terror. Content warnings and a full transcript are available in the show notes. Let's see what we got. Oh, how is it even worse now? Hey, Manfredo, here's the new version with those edits. Are you absolutely sure the codec is working correctly? The video quality seems a little... off. That was fast. Dear Maria, this is looking great. Just need a few more tweaks to- You son of a bitch. Recording Ouroboros. My website has special coding needs that require- Oh, now that's bullshit. Ouroboros. The serpent eating its own tail. The mouse, it should be. Maria, are you okay? Yeah, just some kind of electrical short. I'm, I'm fine now. Anna! Hi, I was... 
Oh, shit, I didn't see what time it is. Were you no, sleeping? No, I wasn't asleep. What's up? Nothing, it's just... Well, something weird just happened on one of my projects, and I wanted to... Uh... Are you okay? What happened? I'm... I don't think you'd believe me if I told you. Uh, I wouldn't believe you. My computer came to life and tried to eat me. Come again? I'm serious. A client had me download this weird codec to render his project, and when I used it, the video started getting garbled, and then just now I saw those same compression artifacts on my hand, and it almost I'll be there looked. Right away. What? No, Anna, I'm, I'm fine. I just had a bit of a scare, and I wanted to ask I you said about. I'll be there. As soon as I can get down to Bakersfield, at least. No, really, I'm fine. You don't need to drive all the way here just because I'm I not felt. I'm coming because I need to, Maria. And besides, what's the point of buying this old place if I can't visit my girlfriend when she needs me? <laughs> I wasn't going to mention it, but. Did you shut your computer off? Uh, yeah, I did. Why? Just make sure you don't switch it back on until I get there. Do you know what's going on? What's doing this? No, not really. I've just got a funny feeling about this is all. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Samuel Isaac Bailey, recording for ISFA Internal Records, daily blog, November 28th, 2019, at 4.58 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Well, um, it's Thanksgiving, apparently. It feels like we just got back and two weeks have already passed. I think it snuck up on everyone except Rob and Peter. They put in orders for an entire Thanksgiving dinner's worth of ingredients almost as soon as they arrived. 
I think Ren offered to have the Isfa cooks make dinner, but if the reception I got when I tried to help is any indication, then Rob and Peter are both very protective of their cooking. Then again, Rob has seen me in the kitchen, so... I tried to mingle for a while, but that went about as well as should be expected. I mean, we're all friendly enough now, but I think we still work best when we have something to do besides just chat. Besides, I've never been known for my, uh, social graces. You can say that again. Well, Maria, uh, hi, uh, how's it going? <laughs> About as well as a Thanksgiving underground can go. You? <laughs> yeah, same. Come on, let's get back to the group. I think the gourmets are just about finished in there. Uh, I, I just need a second to finish up my log before No, I... what you need is a break. Even more than the rest of us. Come on, take the day off. I'm sure Ispa will survive if you miss one log. Fine, fine. Try not to sound so excited. I just... I don't do well with parties. <laughs> this is hardly a party. And you didn't have any problems when we were all together at Jerry's, did you? You really need me to answer that? Dinner is served. Oh my god, this all smells amazing. You can thank Rob for that. Oh, no way. This whole thing was your idea. But you suggested half the recipes. And you finally showed me how to keep the turkey from drying out. Oh god, now there's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> is it time? Just need to get everything plated. And we're good to go. Great. I'll grab Dr. Caldwell. Have you met her yet? Uh, who? Dr. Caldwell. No, I, I didn't meet her yet. I think she had to take a call outside. I don't trust her. Why? She seemed... fine. A, a little distant, but... I mean, that's to be expected, right? It's just... something about her reminds me of Morrison. I, I can't put my finger on it. Sorry for the delay. I had to check in with our Appalachian unit. No problem. And you're just in time. Have a seat, Doctor. This all looks incredible, Mr. Slate, Mr. Quincy. I can't remember the last time I had a home-cooked meal. <laughs> well, uh, home away from home-cooked meal, at least. Right. Of course. So, are we going to dig in now, or... We haven't said what we're thankful for yet. <laughs> Sweetie, I don't know if we're going to do that with everyone. Is that a family tradition? Um, old Sheridan ritual, but we don't have to if people don't want to. No, that's actually a good idea, I think. So long as the food doesn't get cold. Ren, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm thankful for... Event Horizon. Their team captured the first direct image of a black hole earlier this year, along with a huge amount of data about the singularity itself. I'm thankful that we still have so much to learn and new frontiers to explore. Excellent answer, Ren. Kate? <laughs> it's going to sound silly after Ren's answer. Not at all. Say what you were going to say. Uh, I'm thankful for... my family that we're all safe and together for Thanksgiving. There was a while when I didn't think that would be possible. Thank you, Kate. Let's just keep moving around the table. Peter? I'll pass. 
Katie stole my answer. <laughs> now that's hardly fair. I'm sure you can think of something else. Well, I guess I'm thankful Rob and I had such a nice kitchen to work in. What about you, Rob? I'm thankful what you... for Uncle Reverend showing me his rocket ships. Uh, Uncle Ren? Hey, I didn't tell him to call me that. And I just showed him a couple of model spacecrafts we have in the lobby, that's all. What about you, Dr. Caldwell? What are you thankful for? Well, I, for one, am extremely grateful for ISPA's continued support and belief in the Sheridan Project. It's been tough going, but with their support, we've been able to push through and continue our research, despite the recent setbacks. And I'm thankful that we all came back from those setbacks in one piece. Well, most of us, at least. Thank you, Maria. Jerry? I'm actually going to pass, Dr. Caldwell, if you don't mind. Very well. What about you, Bill? Well, uh, I guess, uh, I mean, I've I got a lot to be thankful for this year. It's just been kind of hectic. I mean, I only met Sam this year, so I'm thankful for that. Even if it did kind of go to shit later. And Ned, I met him this year, too, even if he did turn out to be a shape-shifting monster, I guess. Um, I guess I'm, I'm thankful for the same thing I am every year for Rob, for sticking with me even when I'm being an idiot. Oh, oh you old softy. I was just going to say I'm thankful for Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> <laughs> And what about you, Sam? What are you thankful for? Me? Well, uh, I guess it's... Well, Bill's right. It's been a long year, and I... Uh, I can't just pick one thing to... Oh. Power's out again. Yeah, we can see that. No, I can't see anything. Anyone got a torch? A flashlight, I mean? Here. How long do these outages usually last? Depends how long it takes the technicians to work out the problem. Could be a few minutes. Could be hours. Uh, Rob, there's some emergency candles in the kitchen. Should be in the drawer nearest the fridge. I think I saw those. Uh, Rob, do you want to... Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, can someone lend me their phone? Here, take mine. Just watch the battery. It's kind of low. Does this happen often? Occasionally... We have redundant systems, so it shouldn't go out like this. But a lot of the wiring is original to the building. It wasn't meant to run off-grid like this. And that isn't a security risk? The electronic locks seal automatically when power fails. There's a manual override, but it would take hours for someone to get to anything important from the outside. Or for us to get out. I doubt very seriously we'll starve in here, Maria. And seeing as the cooks have returned... I think it would be best if we ate now, rather than waiting for the lights to come back on. Sam? Is everything okay? Yeah, just a, uh, a funny feeling is all. Like a funny feeling or a funny feeling? I'm not sure. It might just be paranoia. One of Anna's tapes had something a lot like this on it. Everyone quiet. 
Listen. What is that? I think it's coming from the intercom. That's unlikely. If the power's out, there's no way for it to get a signal. I hate to disagree with you, Dr. Caldwell, but I think he's right. Hello? Does anyone copy? Any ISPA personnel? Do you read me? What the hell? This is Dr. Ren Park, Experimental Projects Division. Any ISPA personnel, please respond. I'm here, Dr. Park. Sorry, I couldn't figure out where that noise was coming from. It's all right. We're all just a little nervous up here. Who is this? Uh, Fred Blair, sir. Technician, second class. Sir, I take full responsibility for this outage. It, it happened on my shift. We'll worry about that later. What's the status of the PMS? Same as last time, Dr. Park. Generation and storage are optimal, but none of that power is getting to the systems. Server's still operational, though. And apparently the intercom circuit. How long until you can cycle it back up? Shouldn't be more than an hour, so long as... Wait. Is something wrong? I don't think I'm alone in here, Dr. Park. I just saw something move behind one of the servers. Fred, get out of there. Get out and meet me in the corridor before... <laughs> Fred, is everything all right? Technician second class Frederick Blair can't come to the phone right now. Apologies. Hey, what do you mean you can't? This isn't Blair, Dr. Park. Blair is indisposed in the present moment. I could open a line, but I doubt you'd get anything out of him but screams. What have you done to him? The same thing I always do. I have saved him. In all senses of the word. Who's speaking? Identify yourself. <laughs> if I told you my name, you would not understand it, Dr. Caldwell. But there is one among you who might remember me still. Our last encounter ended rather abruptly. But I'm sure she hasn't forgotten. No. Hello again, Maria Saul Londonio, age 34. Daughter of Gabriela Londonio Rodriguez and Alejandro Valero Saul. So glad our paths have crossed again. You can't be here. There's no way they'd let you. <laughs> Does it still tingle in the dark, Maria? Does your hand still itch when you remember the skin snapping from the bone between your... Maria, wait, and don't! <sighs> Maria, that wasn't... That's not who I think it is, right? Yeah. That's Manfredo Scarassi, or whatever was calling itself that. He's back. He's in the server. What does he want? I... I think it wants to take people away? Turn them into data? At least that's what it tried to do to me, and I know at least one person who worked with it completely disappeared. How does it manifest? 
biological, ethereal. It's a computer virus or program or something, but I downloaded a codec called Ouroboros on my editing station and things started getting weird. How did you deal with it before? I crashed my computer and rebooted from a backup. That seemed to stop him. What is its goal? Uh, I'm... I'm not sure. Right. Sam, Maria, Ren, you're with me. We need to get down to the server room and run a hard reboot. Kate and Bill, stay here with the rest of the civilians. If we're not back in 30 minutes, take the south corridor and evacuate to the surface. Take as many ISPA personnel with you as you can. Wait, why are only four of you going? Shouldn't we stay together? Ren and myself are going because we know the system. Maria knows the threat, and Sam's connection to the supernatural might prove useful if all else fails. You and Bill are staying behind because you know the facility and can lead an evacuation if needed. Additionally, in case you hadn't noticed, your son hasn't said a word since the power went out. I see your point. Ren, can you override the lock on this door? I left the override key in my room. Forgot to grab it this morning. We'll need a large magnet, then. If we disassemble the microwave, we might be able to wire something. No need, Dr. Caldwell. Just give me 30 seconds. I'm sorry? (sighs) Funny thing about having kids, Dr. Caldwell. You figure out pretty damn quick that locks don't always keep them safe, and sometimes they just put them in more danger. These electronic locks are a bit trickier than the deadbolts in our house, but I had a few weeks to tinker with them after we got back. Figured I might need to break in if Andrew got locked inside his room and I didn't have my key card, so... Ah! <laughs> Open Sesame. Though I think I just voided the warranty on this one. Thank you, Kate. If this wasn't a major breach of our security, I'd commend you. Dr. Caldwell, we should hurry. Right. Away, team. Keep your flashlights on and follow me. How far is the server room? End of this hallway, then down three levels through one of the access tubes. It's a climb, but it shouldn't take long. Great. Going down further into the creepy underground facility with the lights out. Great plan. Would you rather we left your monster to its own devices down there? My monster? You think this is my fault? I'm not assigning blame, Maria. I'm pointing out responsibilities. You failed to contain this being before. Now's your chance to fix it. Hold up. What is it? I thought I heard something on the intercom. I can't she fix this. A lost and lonely child, unburned from friend and family and lover. Adrift in the seas of chaos she unleashed. I can't she contain me. I get any of you. Move. Careful on the rungs. 
server level. Let me get the door open. No, I'm surrendered. No grand words of noble science to fight the terror of its unmaking. Careful transferring off the ladder. It's still a long way down if you slip. <sighs> Reynolds? Reynolds Park? Old family name. Always hated it. Server room's this way. Follow me. I don't know your objective here. <laughs> Ever the pragmatist, the magician. How does it feel to have your future behold the prophets and seers, the visions of an adult mind? How far do you trust the words of Anna Sheridan? How far can any of you trust them? Enough to know that if there's even a 1% chance she was right, then I will do everything in my power to prevent the end she saw. Get the door open. Quick. And what if I told you we both want the same thing? That we both seek to preserve humankind against its own destruction? And that I can find a way to place it forever beyond death? It's open. Wait. By that, do you mean what you've done to my technicians? What you tried to do to Maria? Salvation through transition. The transfer of energy? Matter and consciousness out of the physical kingdom and into my realm. Pure information. In code that can be forever copied, duplicated, and preserved. A world without death, without want, without need. But not without pain, without fear. I saw what was left of Reggie. If that's what you did to Fred, it doesn't sound like he's enjoying your utopia very much. My methods are still under development. Think of what I did to your technicians as beta testing. It's much improved now. Beta testing? You're you're ripping people apart from the inside out, and you call it beta testing? It would not have killed you, Maria. Your friend is not here with me. Or at least most of him is. It's hard to tell some days between the screens, but Enough. I'll offer you a chance, Manfredo. Get out of our systems, or we crash the servers and take you with them. <laughs> and rest the destruction of all this precious data. All your research, your findings. Just how much do you trust your backups? A lot further than I trust you. Ren, initiate the shutdown. Yes, Doctor. And how do you know you won't just find me there in your archives and recovered files? How do you know I haven't already spread beyond this place into the networks and databases outside this facility? Mind is thought and thought is data and data is information. 
Watch me. Now. <sighs> Start the reboot. Let's see if that flushed him out. Copy that. Should take just a few minutes. What's that noise? Whatever it is, it's close. Are any of the servers still running, Ren? No, Dr. Caldwell. They're all shut down and disconnected from the UPS. Then what's that noise? It sounds like some kind of motor or... Oh, God damn it! What's wrong? It's my recorder. It's been fronting this entire time. Samuel Isaac Bailey, recording for ISFA Internal Records. Final mission report, November 28th, 2019, at oh, 11.20 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. <sighs> it took a few hours for the technicians to fully restore power, and even longer to turn the servers back on. Caldwell was adamant that they check every debug log and crash report before they powered anything back on. It took a while, but in the end, they couldn't find any trace of Manfredo in the systems. Maria thinks they probably lost a lot of data with that emergency shutdown, so they'll be scrubbing through the backups for months before everything's back online. Needless to say, they'll be a lot more cautious about what they put on the servers this time. Which I guess is something I can say I'm thankful for. That and the fact that Manfredo's gone. Although... There is one question I can't seem to get out of my head. How did he get into the system in the first place? The last time Maria encountered him, he was going around the internet trying to trick people into running his code. How did he get from there to here? On a closed system run by some of the most paranoid, security-minded scientists on the planet? I don't have an answer for that. I doubt I'll ever find one either, so I shouldn't let it bother me. Especially not this late, with another mission hanging over my head. Apparently there's some kind of disturbance on the White Sands missile range Isfa wants us to look into tomorrow. At least it's closer than Pennsylvania. <sighs> oh, I should get some sleep. Try to, at least. Manfredo's dealt with for now, but whatever he is, I think he was right. He can't be destroyed as easily as that. The Sheridan Tapes, Episode 58, Beyond Our Power to Destroy. Starring Amitola Lomas as Maria Sol, Liz Hull as Alice Kearns, Aaron Neely Chaconis as Anna Sheridan, Trevor Van Winkle as Sam Bailey, James Kane as Peter Slate, Virginia Spots as Kate Sheridan, Chris Martin as Robert Quincy, Jesse Steele as Bill Tyler, Sam Taylor as Ren Park, Maurice Cooper as Jerry Price, Chris Allison as Daniela Caldwell, and Oliver Smith as Fred Blair and the Ouroboros. With original music by Jesse Hogan and additional music by Condard. Written by Trevor Van Winkle and produced by Virginia Spots with dialogue editing and sound 
design by Trevor Van Winkle. Visit thesheridantapes.com to view additional content, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, and connect with us on Twitter at Sheridan Tapes and on Instagram at The Sheridan Tapes. I'm Trevor Van Winkle, this is Homestead on the Corner, and you're listening to The Sheridan Tapes. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.